In speaking to Christ's faithful people, Pope St. John Paul II said that communion gives rise to mission and mission is accomplished in communion. So through Jesus' active life, he calls people to be with him and to remain with him, to share in this communion, and then eventually he sends them forth on a mission. And so last week marked the end of John the Baptist's public ministry and gave rise to Jesus's. Jesus began this preaching tour through his native region of Galilee, saying, the kingdom of God is at hand, repent and believe in the gospel. Then Jesus called some of his very first disciples, Simon and Andrew, James and John, right at the Sea of Galilee, says that they drop everything and follow him. Jesus is here calling these disciples to be with him in this communion before sending them forth to be extensions or instruments of Christ in the world. Now, over this week and the following week, Jesus is going to spend time in the town of Capernaum. And this is right at the beginning of Mark's gospel. It's still chapter 1, so very early on. This town of Capernaum was very important for Jesus. This would be his home base for his three years of public ministry. It's actually just located on the northern shore of the Sea of Galilee, so not far away from where his original call of the disciples was at. This town is referenced more than any other town in this region. And it's actually ideal for large crowds because it had a good network of roads. It was a fishing village, and so Peter lived here as well. It's an important town for Jesus. And so today we're going to simply focus on why this town of Capernaum was a good place for communion with Christ, but also a place of mission. So Capernaum being a place of communion. Since this was the home of Jesus, even if you enter into the town, it says on a sign, Capernaum, the town of Jesus, and Peter living here himself, this was actually a home. And if we reflect about it, what does really a home mean for us? What is our home? One way to understand a home is that it's a place that we share in community or communion with those that we love. There was a husband who moved with his family to a new town and they were there for a few months. And after a while, someone asked this husband, do you feel at home at this new place yet? And all this husband said was, I actually never feel at home unless if I'm with my wife and children. For this husband, a home was to be with those that he loved most. There's a story of Blessed Solanus Casey on what it meant to be at home for him. If you remember, he's a priest from the 1900s and he was with the Capuchin Order. And his job was to be a porter or a doorman. And so if people wanted to come to the friary to visit their monastery, he would be the one to greet them. Well, at a certain point, he became known as a very saintly man, and people wanted to see him. And so if you ever become known as a saint, just know that you're never going to get a day's peace in your life. And that's really what happened with him. 
In order to protect Father Solanus Casey, his brothers would transfer him to a new city. And so on one of these occasions, Father Casey comes in to a meeting with his brothers. They say, Father Casey, we're going to transfer you to Huntington, Indiana. And all he asked was, is there a God there? And they said, yeah, we think God is in Huntington, Indiana. And so he said, okay, I'll go. So what a beautiful statement. Home for Father Solanus Casey was, is there a God there? Is the one I love in Huntington, Indiana? And if so, I'll go. That was home for him, and we see that Capernaum was a home for Jesus and the disciples, this place of communion, this community of love. Now, Capernaum is also a place of mission. This place was flooded with the works and also words of Jesus. Right on the shore of Capernaum, this is where Jesus calls Levi, the tax collector, to follow him who would eventually become St. Matthew. Jesus heals Peter's mother-in-law and the paralytic here. And within this location of the synagogue, Jesus gives his famous bread of life discourse. That's John chapter 6, his famous teaching on the Holy Eucharist. And that's also where our gospel takes place today. Jesus is on a new mission. He wants to set a captive free. He is teaching and people are astonished because he is teaching as one who has authority, unlike the scribes. The the scribes, we remember, are interpreters of the law. And so a scribe never had authority themselves. They'd always refer to their teacher or rabbi. And they would actually trace that authority all the way back to the prophet Moses, who we heard about in that first reading. So Moses, if we remember, he ascends up Mount Sinai and he speaks to God face to face. And that's where he receives the law or the Ten Commandments. And so any scribe is going to trace his authority back to Moses on that one account, but not Jesus. We know that Jesus is the living God, so he is truly the author of life. And in other words, whatever he says or commands that thing happens. And so when there's this man with the unclean spirit in the synagogue who says, I know who you are, the Holy One of God, all Jesus has to do to set this man free is say, quiet, come out of him. This was actually the first exorcism. And Jesus has this power, this authority, as the author of life. He sets this man free so he can be free of heart, to be delivered from this oppression. And so as we enter into this new week, may we continue to pray that our relationship with Jesus deepens, that we can make our home with him. And if there's a place in my home life or family that I desire a greater freedom, just like this uh, this man with the unclean spirit, let's bring that to Jesus today.